From Relay FM, you're listening to Conduit, the show where we can do our own thing with our own productivity systems. Welcome to Conduit, the show that puts tasks in paper while riding a bike. This episode is brought to you by Micro.blog. I'm Jay, and Kathy is... I, I don't know. She said something about learning how to hula hoop or something like that. So uh, if everybody can send Kathy a, a hula hooping gif uh, on Mastodon, that would be great. Uh, but she's out having fun doing that. Uh, but with me is a special guest, uh, someone whose applications I've used for years and continue to do so, uh, the creator of such apps as Task Paper. Right room, folding text, and my latest obsession, bike. Uh, the one, the only, Jesse Gross Gene. Jesse, how's it going? Hi, thanks for having me. It's it just the the snow is all melted in Maine after the latest rain, so that's what I have to report. Mm. <laughs> and I think something about staying on planes or something. I, I'm not. I, I can't remember how that goes. Oh wait, no, that's oh, in rain. Spain. Yeah, I don't know. Rain, plane, anyway. We've got, we had snow for a couple of days. It was very nice, but now we have frozen wet grass. Well, you know, it's been two weeks since we did a, an episode, which that's our normal schedule. Uh, but we do a co working session in the off weeks. And in the last co working session, um, I had a conundrum. I got to talk to our amazing superconductor friends solving that conundrum. Uh, and I'm really excited about what's happening next. So uh, if that sounds like fun or if you want to give me life lessons and you know tell me about your experiences doing things, uh, join our super awesome co-working space that we do uh, in our off weeks by going to imasuperconductor.com and becoming a member today. Um, and then we have shout outs. I I will have a shout out, which is quite literally every year since 2020. Uh, I don't remember what happened in 2020. It's kind of a blur. Um, I've done this thing called the Jay-Z's. Now, we, I know that this is the time of year when the upgradies happen and all these other things happen. This has nothing to do with that. I will not be shouting out my favorite applications of the year, though bike would be on it. Um, this is where I highlight some of my like most memorable people and moments and things that happened in the year. Uh, so I will have a link to that blog post that I do, uh, every year in the show notes. Uh, and I just want to shout out all the people who won this year's Jay-Z's awards. It's an imaginary award. You don't get anything out of it, but at the end of the day, I guess you get some good feelings out of it, which is really great. Um, Jesse, do, do you have a shout out? Any, anything, anyone, <laughs> anyone, anything? Well, the, let's see, many sailboats and, and, and a number of trips with family and stuff. Like my dad just started building a year ago, a little dinghy sailboat. And since then, uh, I don't know, we went on some nice trips in the ocean, uh, I remember one trip in particular, there's this great big, uh, like, what are they, uh, leopard seal maybe? Anyway, this big seal that's like a 600-pound, I think, or 800-pound seal sitting there all of a sudden blowing right next to the boat. That was that, that was probably, if I think of one memory of this year, that that sense was, that was pretty cool. 
That's cool. There's there's always this weird feeling of, you know, we, we talk about the parasocial relationships of, you know, with, with social media being what it is. And, you know, you hear from people or you use their applications. It never dawned on me about being in Maine, kind of the boating scene around there. Obviously, everyone thinks of the lighthouses in Maine. Um, so like that, this that is a very small boat. Let me let you know, it's 14 feet long and no, it, it, it's, it's not a grand small boat, but it's lots of fun. <laughs> I, I, as someone who spent a lot of times on boats when I was in the Marine Corps, um, all oh, yeah. boats, all boats are, are to be avoided at this point. Oh. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm so over the boats and water, but yeah. what I'm not oh. over is, uh, my next, the favorite part of the show, Jesse, it is time for the connection check. So for those that might be listening to the first time because they heard that Jesse is going to be on the show, um, the connection check is our way of keeping accountability with one another. And uh, Jesse didn't have one uh, for the past show, but uh, was there something you were able to get done in the last couple of weeks that may have been lingering or? Yeah, I mean, um, I work on kind of big chunks and at the well, I, I made a decision which is bike, I am trying to add a new feature, you know, as always, well, maybe not as always, but, and it's coming along difficult. And I finally made the decision that this new feature is not a big, it's bike two, it's going to be 2.0, meaning I get to take longer on it. And it sort of clears up some ways that I do it. And that, that means bikes licensing, licensing and everything stays the same. It just means it's going to take a while and it's going to change a lot of things. So Ooh, bike, bike to electric boogaloo or maybe electric yeah. scooter. Roo. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, awesome. That's, yeah. that's wow. That's such a, a interesting idea of just the, like making a decision is a big decision. It's a big thing to do. Even if that decision is to push the the work down the road until it makes maybe more sense to release right um, and it's sort of my favorite thing as a developer and pretty much for any project is sort of you know the the open clean ahead and if your bike has been in progress for two and a half years, pretty much. It's at like bike 1.17. So there's been 17 different releases. And now it's sort of an open road again to let's clean up a whole bunch of stuff and polish it and put a 2.0. So I've been working on that for like a month after sort of having made the decision that, okay, we're going to, we're going to break some things and make it two. That's, that's cool. I like that. Um, my connection was a simple one. It was clean up my office because my office has been a mess. I'm going to give myself a check mark because I specifically took like dedicated time to clean it. It has started to get dirty again, but I did clean it. Um, I also was able to move my plants upstairs and give them a, a better home. Now I have my little plant shelf here and, uh, I can see the floor, uh, which is to me is like job done. Uh, so yeah, that was great. And then our, our other host who is again out hula hooping, uh, decided that, uh, she was unfortunately too stressed with getting everything ready for her trip. 
Um, she wasn't able to uh, take down the current desk and add the new desk uh, that she got, but that's okay. Again, not doing the thing doesn't mean that you did bad. It just means that life got in the way. So perfectly fine. Um, okay, so we have our conductor's connections. I'm gonna lightning round through these so that we can get into our conversation with Jesse. Um, I have I am reading them all. My heart goes out to every single one of you. I'm so glad that everyone did the things or didn't do the things or kind of did the things. Um, but enough waffling. Time to lightning round through these. The artist of the show, Carly Knight, said, green check mark. I'm going to give myself a pass because I applied to a job every day um, this on for every weekday, but I only missed one day since before the pandemic. Um, so a lot of prep work needs to happen. Uh, yes. Uh, great job with that. Our identical twin of the show, Aaron, says, green circle. I avoided buying sweets over the last fortnight. I'll likely cheat next week and pick up a cake for my birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. That's awesome. Um, our soprano of the show, Deborah, says, connection check, green heart. I finalized and ordered my holiday cards. I got 60% of them ready to mail, except for I didn't send all the envelopes. Um, and I need a replacement order, which is in process. Way to go. Um, our panda of the show, James, says, uh, the festive times are upon us with... The tree is decorated with smart lights halfway through the wonderful dice advent calendar. If you want to remember, learn more about that, then uh, check out last Fortnite's episode. Um, and I'm nearly done with present buying. Have I done any actual work beyond some podcasting? No, um, but I am actually happy and relaxed. And oh, sorry. Am I actually happy and relaxed? Also, no, but I'm doing okay. James, I'm going to need you to do better. Okay. Our large fry of the show. I only give James a hard time because James is in the chat and I like giving James a hard time. Uh, our large fry of the show, Justin says, uh, green check mark at any time I had free time and not any adult parenting responsibilities. I did whatever I wanted. I did some home lab stuff. I broke some home lab stuff. I fixed some home lab stuff. And then I ran some electrical stuff. Uh, success. Our fish bear of the show, Fishy Guy, said, uh, an entire stoplight. I've run the whole success spectrum. I've made a consistent time for sleep, but only stuck to it and mostly not at all. And then let's see. We're going to keep going. Our oracle of the show, so says, uh, I survived COVID and achieved my aims of getting a lot of rest while taking care of myself. Thank you. I'm slowly recovering, but we'll have a gradual return to work. Uh I'm glad that you're feeling better. Please continue to improve on that. Uh, Attire advocate of the show, Chintas, says, uh, red circle, almost as soon as we started making plans, family illness had uh, added, and, sorry, family illness added unexpected travel and new plans into the mix. I guess new, I guess plans, new plans are now done. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry to hear about the family illness. I hope everyone gets better soon. Uh, our shark of the show, one pair of shoes, says uh red x my connection was to clean out my garage enough to be able to put my car away before it snows the only thing that kept this from being com a complete fail is that it hasn't snowed yet that means you still have time <laughs> you can do this uh our training enthusiast of the show Relzy says uh green yellowy green to do system is a thing some organization is a thing but not enough 
uh, with the new system to really make it green. I pushed myself and it was ultimately a good thing. Duo is still going, but maybe let's not do it so late in the day. Okay, wrapping up home stretch. Here we go. Our guinea pig of the show, Carol says, Green Heart, I managed good, consistent work every day except for one, which was taken up with contract paperwork. Our mountain dweller of the show, and I'm going to shout for this, Logan, um, <laughs> says, Green checks, no tires are on for reasons unknown. I do them myself on one car and take the other car in. That is odd. That also sounds like something that I would do. Uh, Jesse, there's this there's this mythical, like, I guess there's this conspiracy that Logan and I are the same people. Um oh. But we're not. We've, we've we've proven this, but we've never been in the same room together, so no one will have, no one actually knows. Um, and wow. then the Canadian trivia card enthusiast of the show, Erica, says, "Green Tree, I survived all six podcasts I had to do, and had a lovely time celebrating with uh, Smooch, which is a podcast that Erica does. Um, the Smooch Holiday Bingo, even though I got no actual bingos. And there's one last one." Lara, our pathologist of the show, says, Orange Square, I was supposed to fix my ridiculously messy system. Kind of did, but then it quickly devolved again, which means I actually didn't fix it. New goal, figuring out this before the new year. <sighs> I've never had to do all of that in one like swoop. That was a lot. <laughs> uh, you usually have a useful person helping you, don't you? Yes. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay though because the 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 interesting thing of that is everyone has always questioned our ability to do this part because they're like what if the show gets super popular and you have so many that it becomes the majority of the show and i was like this is a good problem to have so <laughs> the harder it is for me to do all of this by myself i will say bring it and keep on bringing it um <laughs> But also, I want to bring our sponsor for this episode, which is Micro.blog. This episode of Conduit is brought to you by Micro.blog. Blogging is still the easiest way to share stuff on the web, and Micro.blog is the easiest way to blog. Personal blogging is making a comeback thanks to all the disruption in social media. So if you've always wanted to build your own place on the internet to keep and share the stuff you love, then Micro.blog is for you. Micro.blog is the blog you will actually use because we've made it so easy to. You can write short or long blog posts. You can share photos. You can keep a log of the books you read. You can even create your own podcast. But more than that, it's a place to post your stuff. It's also a friendly community of people with a wide range of interests who share, uh, who share and comment via Micro.blog's social timeline, which is managed by humans and not robots. It's the social network that you can feel good about, and that's because micro.blog is open. So that means that you can use your own domain name, you can cross post to X or Tumblr or Mastodon. You can also follow and be followed by Mastodon users directly with conversations threading across both micro.blog and Mastodon. And finally, you can share your RSS feed so anyone can follow you. Micro.blog hosting starts at $5 a month, and you can head over to micro.blog, that is micro.blog, and sign up for a 30-day free trial. If you use the coupon code RELAY, you'll get a special deal, and with your standard subscription, you'll get a premium account at no extra charge. So that's $5 a month for hosting that includes all of our premium features, including podcast hosting. That's saving 50%. That's over at micro.blog and using the code RELAY. 
Our thanks to Micro.blog for their support of this show and Relay FM. So, Jesse, uh, we connected quickly after I waxed very poetic about, uh, as I've said time and time again, my favorite app of the year, uh, which is Bike. But I've actually been a fan of your work for some time. So I, I want to hear the origin story of, of what got you into building these types of productivity tools. Um, well, so I did, I guess I, I was interested in graphic design back in high school. That was what I wanted to do. And that was right. Like I graduated in 95. So desktop publishing was the thing. We had a Mac at the school that was exciting. Um, so I sort of visually, I've been interested in, in visual stuff. Uh, and then in college, I did computer science and I did art because I sort of figured that was graphic design. Uh, I'm not sure if that's true, but that's what I figured. <laughs> that's what we tell ourselves. <laughs> yeah, well, back then, I was also just very interested in computers, you know, electric machines. Wow. Um, and but I, over time, I've gra gravitated much more towards computers um i sort of feel like like i try to do all my own stuff so i did bikes icon many people dislike it maybe they're liking it more now i do my own website it's crafty uh and i sort of i feel like i'm sensitive to, to design but i'm horrible at making decisions and it just takes forever and is very frustrating to me whereas computers i there's a lot more details you can just lose yourself in. And I like that. Um, so computers are gravitated more towards computers, but particularly interested in user interfaces, design, that kind of, you know, not server computers, more application computers. Um, and then after college, I did uh, what, went to a startup that was doing zooming user interfaces, which is at the time were very exciting. It's sort of like, a 2D canvas that you can zoom into infinitely and organize notes and do whatever. And at the time, it was sort of a researchy thing. Like we were using a toolkit from university, um, but you know, lots of papers were being written on it and things like that. And so after a year, I went to University of Maryland where they were doing that, that research or the toolkit that I was using. Um, and so I started working there as a research assistant for about three years. And there was a human computer, HCIL, human computer lab. So uh, I was mostly just a programmer, but the people there would do lots of, you know, research and user studies on different interfaces and how it worked. And that was all really neat. And I loved it, except for at some point I realized that all these neat user, like zooming user interfaces we were building were very interesting, but if I just put the same information in a text file, certainly not for all tasks would it be better, but wow, it was just this universal interface for managing knowledge that was the simplest possible thing. And um, I became pretty much since then, my, my task has been, okay, text files are really great. They are not perfect, they can't, they're not the end solution to the world what how do you make them better and so pretty much that's what i've been working on and um my 
my thought is that outliners are the small addition that you make to make a text file more powerful. Um, but th that's my history. <laughs> I, I like that. There were like two things in there that I really, really enjoy. Um, the first one is the fact that you do all of your design. Um, I think that there is, there's something fun about the quote unquote, like indie developer, like space where you control as much or as little as you want to control. I've worked with folks who are indie developers that hire other developers to come in and do the work. And then I'm like, well, that's like a team of developers. That's still, I mean, it's still indie development. And then they hire designers and they hire, you know, people to come and sell the products and do advertising. I'm too <laughs> that's sometimes that's a good reason not to. Um, but there are other folks and, and, you know, a lot of the folks that when we think of an indie developer, we almost think of it as like a, an indie band of like, you know, it's, it's usually this small group of one or more people that are often like, I'm not doing everything, but I'm probably doing way more than my counterparts that work for, you know, some large corporation are doing. Um, but I think that that gives you such an opportunity to do things that you like doing. And that's, that's something that as I've built, like I'm building a static site generator, which will take me to my other, my other fascination, which is like the simplicity of things yeah. is it's fun because I can ultimately say, you know what, I'm just going to do this. I know maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't, I don't know, but I kind of want to, so I'm just going to kind of do it. Um, yeah. And I think there's there's something so liberating and, and freeing about that. Yes, definitely. That that's pretty. I have no grand plans, or I don't. I try to market every once in a while by sending an email and saying buy my stuff for free. And um, but I don't track how well it works or stuff. It's mostly what I want to do on my program, trying to make it beautiful or nice. You know, it's uh, I very much enjoy. <laughs> being in charge of it all. Now, I haven't, like, for example, task papers icon looks a little more balanced and stuff, and that was done by someone else. So it's not like everything Hogbase software is has always been me, but the vast majority. Yeah. And, and like I said, you're, you have the ability to make that choice of like, you know what, uh, I right. really want to play around with this idea. Um, I love that the bike that's used in bike, I forgot the name of these types of bikes, but it's the like the giant one wheel. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the name. I just know it's an old a, a penny is a penny farthing. Something like that. I think that's what something like that. Yeah, um, maybe. I have no idea. But the the other thing that you touched on was when you were working with a more complex system, you were able to identify that like 90% of this can be done with a much simpler system. And we can improve on that much simpler system. And I, I think about that in terms of when I when I reach for task paper or when I reach for bike, that is often me going to the improved version of my productivity tools, which are often just pen and paper. And yep. it's it's like I don't have to go all the way to the other side of the pendulum. But like if 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 one side is just notebooks and paper and fancy pens the middle is or close to the middle is something like task paper. And I think that we catch ourselves because often we try to overcorrect when going for a simple solution 
Uh, and that's one of the things I love about your products is that even as complex as they can be, they always feel simple. Um, and, and I wonder, is that something that you've, you've actively worked to maintain, you know, obviously feature creep is one of those is like the enemy of development. Right. Yeah. I, I, my apps are very weird. Cause I have sort of two tensions, which is one, one, uh, this sort of driving force that I want to improve upon a plain text file. That's, that's sort of the goal. And improving upon it, meaning trying to keep as much of the simplicity and control as possible, but just make it more useful, make it able to do more. And then the other thing is I'm sort of uh, geeky and I like to have my programs be scriptable. And I, I, I sort of think of them as uh, I'm trying to give a library of components that you can use to restructure, to represent your ideas. So, you know, that sounds grand, but you know, in a text file, you have new lines and you have letters and you organize your ideas that way. Well, in an outliner, the tools you have are uh, rows and you can structure them. Or um, like right now, what, what I wanna add for bike is the ability to filter your outline. So that's sort of another tool that you'll have to, you know, bike only has a few different ideas, but how do you recombine them in ways? Um, and I sort of am not sure if I answered because I forgot I got too into the exciting, <laughs> I, the excitement of it all. But yeah, no, I think I think you did. And and that was actually one of the things I remember. I think I first I used task paper, but I think I really started diving into task paper when uh, I believe you released folding text. And I remember folding text had like a lot of scriptability. Like, you know, I think some of your demos had like you can start timers and. Kind of right, right, yeah, yeah, and and so right. That's a, I, now I remember what the original thing I was trying to go between. But so simple surface, but then reorganizable parts, and then scripting. So you have simple user interface, and then infinite complexity with scripting, and it's a weird tension. But that's generally how my apps work. I, I think it also creates an invitation to kind of explore and do more. I know, um, uh, I think a mutual friend of ours, Brett Terpstra. Uh, often is if, if I can get Brett thinking about something, then I feel like I'm onto something <laughs> like the second I've, I've designed an idea or a script or a thought and Brett's like, huh, what if you did? The, I'm like, okay, cool. I know this is a good idea because Brett's already thinking about how he can break it. <laughs> so like that's, that, that tends to be a good, a good goalpost for me. Um, let's, let's talk a little bit about, task paper and how it's used in other applications like that's that's something you know i don't i don't often use the task paper app directly but i use the format whether i'm working on something larger and it needs to go into omnifocus for kind of a long-term planning or you know maintaining or something quick and fast like this morning like we have friends coming over for dinner tonight and i needed to go to the grocery store and I just opened up drafts and switched to the little task paper uh, format and just made my grocery list like right then and there. And I was able to check things off quickly, just doing the traditional like tap to add the done tag to it. Yeah. How has 
How has other applications adopting your tools affected you as a developer? Well, I, I have to say that um, I, I assume it must be good. I'm grateful that other apps are adopting it. Um, with that said, I, I, I have a very closed, I spend 90% of my time in Xcode programming, and then the other 10% of the time testing my apps and then I waste a bunch of time on the web, but I, I don't use I, like OmniFocus. I think has it, and uh, uh, my brain just emptied. But the one you're just talking about, drafts, the, uh, drafts yeah, your drafts. Um, and I've sort of downloaded them to try it, but I don't. I'm not much of an iOS person, so the drafts never really. I, I don't use drafts that much. Um, and so me personally, I don't really use them that much. I'm very grateful they're there, and it's obviously people. It brings people to Task Paper. Um, I guess one interesting thing I, I would say just about Task Paper's file format is that the way I designed Task Paper way back when is the Mac is, is I just worked in a text file in using text edit and spent a month or two writing my tasks there, and then very slowly sort of started adding features to text edit just to highlight a program when it or a, a line when it ends with a colon. And so task paper one was just text edit with some highlight rules. And then I added filtering and stuff. So I, I started very much just in a plain text file saying, well, what would it look like if I wanted to organize to do's here? And that's really interesting because there were there were a couple of people whose connections were very much like I have to figure out this system or you know, I, I tried some stuff and it worked or didn't work. And I, I think that that's it's very interesting that applications grow, but they they either grow from someone, you know, opening up a some type of document or Kanban board or sticky notes on the wall or whatever they're using. And they say, I want to have this feature and this feature and this feature and this feature. But ultimately, almost every program starts with some initial idea and it's like i'm going to develop that solution and then as new problems arise you go okay well let's add another solution and then you just you you kind of keep adding them and it it's interesting that even though the development of task paper and i i must have came later into the game because i think by the time that i was there you know it had its own interface and you could do filtering and I don't, yeah. I think, I don't remember if some of the search stuff was there, but I'm guessing it was. Um, but it's interesting to look at the application as a development over time versus a, this is a product that does all the things. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And, and so um, I guess the, where task paper, uh, uh, previous to task paper, I did write room, which is a very simple program that just has full screen mode text writing and that was it and like ulysses had full screen mode but it had a whole nother program with it and so write room was the first one that was i would call a dra distraction free editing it just blocks out your screen and it got lots of attention and interesting to me lots of sales for a little amount of work com compared to the previous programs i'd written which had lots of work and medium sales so i was like hey this is something i'm interested in um, and so task paper was 
that idea, okay, Rightroom is just text. That's sort of the whole idea of it. So you can't really add too much to it. Um, task paper was, okay, what if I wanted to do to-dos in just text? And so that, that was the question. And then over time, bike is much, over time I've run into limitations with that, that which is the reason for bike and wants, which is kind of the reason for folding text. Um, and so I'm not saying that task paper's a perfect solution, but it, I think it does what it does very well. But I, uh, I feel like if you push it, I, I see it as sort of a done program in that, of course, you can keep on adding features to it. But I think a lot of its value is that it's not too complicated. And if I kept on adding features to it, it would start to get more and more complicated. And I um, decided that I wanted to do a lot of the same ideas, but in bike, which was going to be this new thing that allowed different stuff to happen. So so that's interesting that that bike and I definitely see. And this is one of the things that I think I've I struggled with it initially. I think when bike was first announced, I was like, I'm do, I, I can do all of this in task paper. Like, what, what am I what am I doing differently? And I think I played around with it and then I came back to it um later on uh, i think it was like right actually i do remember it was probably like a month or two before you added it to setup because i was like oh well cool i've i've i paid for a license and now also i can continue paying with setup um so there was there was this moment of just like things felt so smooth and that was and i guess frictionless is, is kind of the the feeling and it can't just be that it's just tat, it's just plain text. I don't think that's the solution because I, I look at, um, you know, Obsidian and some of the other tools, and at the end of the day, they're all like, "Yeah, it's just it's plain text," and it's like th there's something about the smoothness of bike, and I don't, I can't put my finger on what it is, and and maybe you don't want to divulge it because it, it feels like a trade secret at this point. <laughs> but what makes it so smooth? Well, well I mean, there's two different. Uh the sort of obvious part is animation. It, it, so what I've done with bike is uh, sort of, I want, I want to be in control of everything. So with task paper, I wrote that based on Apple's text classes, which is great. You get all these features, but you never quite know what's happening behind the scenes and you can't control it. And folding text, I wrote that in a web editor. So again, you're, everything's indirect. With bike, I've written the whole text editor and everything under my wow. control. And so one big part of that is that um, the all the text is on, I don't know, it's low level, but uh, poor animation layers so i can animate them very smoothly and um ba basically i control the whole stack and so i can do what i want and what i wanted to do was smooth animations um so, so that's the part of it another part that i think like why does it i think smoothness is one the movement and second it's just it feels clean to me and a big difference between bike and task paper is that bike is not plain text. Um, it, you know, it's structured. And so when you make uh, a format, a bold word in bike, it's just bold. It doesn't have formatting characters around it. And to me, that makes it feel a lot more clean. Um, like task paper has, you know, bullets and colons and 
or Markdown has all these formatting characters, and they it's not that they feel terribly messy, but it's extra information that you don't have to see in bike. So I have no idea. That's my theory. Uh, it, the number of times I talk to an actual user in person like this and actually see their reactions is about zero. So I have no idea if that's actually the way, it, the, the reason why. But. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I would believe it. I, I think yeah. that there is something, there's something whimsical. And maybe again, me being a, a paper productivity first kind of person, I think there's something with like, well, why do I use fountain pens instead of, you know, some other pen? It's because, well, when you combine that with paper and you you stop and you you pay attention to the minor details, it becomes a more pleasant experience. Anyone can, you know, just as anyone can grab, you know, a Ticonderoga number two pencil and, you know, just etch into, you know, a, a 50 cent composition book. You know, well, they might be five dollars now. The way things are going up, but you know, anyone could open up text editor and just start typing in text editor, or some, or even you'll see these opportunities where people will say, you know, I took a product like VS Code or I took Obsidian and I turned it into this other thing. And often, with that, it's it's like sacrificing, uh, like the frictionless feeling of how the product was meant to be used and was designed for to wedge in more additional functionality. And I think that's that's been really interesting because you, you've recently added functionality with kind of the, the file explorer and being able to search within different nodes, which has me oh, done a- Yes, that, that's, I would argue that that's not really part of Bike. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So that the purpose I, I was trying to figure out what you were talking about. I was like, oh, I know. So um, I think I let me. What, what do I call it? Uh, it is um, for testing and understanding paths, but it's not meant for. I, I, I hope I the outline path explorer. Yeah, outline path explorer. Um, welcome. So you're at the bottom here. You don't need to use or understand this tool for day-to-day -to -day bike use. Don't use it. No, it's, um, but it's important for the future. So there's this concept in task paper, you know, of filtering your outline. And I want to add that same concept to, in a similar way to bike. Um, this tool here, I have written the, the query language for those outline paths, but this is just to explore the query language and test queries in your when you actually want to search test bike doesn't support that yet in the future in the version 2.0 it will it will have a, a a real interface for searches yeah this is like this is like the if you do the inspector console on a website interesting that's think about it that oh man that's so secretly this whole interview was to figure out what's up with the path explorer because I, I love it. Like I, and I also love that it's separate from the the main interface because it gives you this level of power that doesn't take away from the smoothness that is the outline. Yeah. Um, so that's well, interesting. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's a developer tool, but since users are developers. Yeah. Uh, of, of bike, you know, it, the, the only place you can actually use these paths right now is through the scripting you 
um, APIs. And there's like a weird place for like when you do a, um, what's it called? Uh, I don't remember thing, a go focus heading, like there, there's a command focus heading and it presents you a list of headings that you can quickly jump to. Well, you can use the outline path to specify what rows will be shown as headings. Oh, that's cool. So it's barely used in the sort of UI that I expect people to, it's a developer tool right now, but. I, I, I mean, Maybe that's why I I reached for it. You're, so right, you're a developer, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. There'll be more. There's there's more coming, definitely. Oh, so I, I'm excited for that, but I I I don't want to spoil it for myself. I want to I want to get that one email that you send for marketing reasons, yes. and then be like, oh, nice, this is a cool feature added. Uh, right. I do have one last question. Yep. Um, and then um, by the way, I do have some questions from our lovely Relay FM members who uh, have, have queued up a few for me. Uh, and if you're listening to this, uh, the folks you know that are going to be listening to this once it, it publishes, if you want to hear the questions and those answers, you have to become a premium member. So you can do that by going to imasuperconductor.com. Letter I, letter M, letter A, superconductor.com. So my last question for you is, it is, it is a personal just like intrigue that I have. I I have this thought with both task paper and bike that are kind of the more that you use a single file, the more powerful task paper and bike both become. And I've I've heard of, you know, I know like you know, popular podcaster Merlin Mann talks about having everything in like a single task paper document. Um, I tend to become afraid when things get too big. Um, yeah. What, what, in your opinion, what is the quote unquote best or like as designed for way of using these tools? Because you use Moby Dick as your test. For bike. I don't think right. people should write Moby Dick using bike or the sequel to it, uh, but you could. Right. And I almost hope maybe even, even they should. Now, I'm going to give a couple different answers here because basically I don't know. And one, I'm not sure I'm all that productive. I mean, I mean, I feel like I am productive, but I don't have much of a system at all. So a couple of thoughts. First, I think that yes, in a lot of ways, the bike task paper are more powerful if all of your stuff is in one document, because then you can search and navigate and it all makes sense. Um, I have one big document that I use to track bikes development, of course, and that's sort of my only focus right now. So uh, I, I track it there and, and by track it mostly, I mean, I have ideas, I categorize the ideas into, you know, things I want to do that are hard, that are easy, that are can't forget. Is that a bike document have, or a task paper document? Uh, this is bike. I, I, I'm using it. Bike. Bike, bike is used to develop bike. I love it. Of course. Yes. Yes. And uh, so there's that aspect to it. But that's kind of like I don't work directly from that file all the time. That's more something that I'll look at every couple of weeks and read through the whole thing. Um, just a second here. And uh, 
it's like a background thing that so I don't forget stuff. But really, what for my prime use of bike, I just create a new document and start writing ideas. Like you know, it might only be you know seven thoughts, and I try to rearrange them. Like a lot of the time, I'll be brainstorming of how to organize code or user interface, kind of things like that. So it doesn't have to be a large file at all. And I have a huge number of uh, junk files on my desktop that are all works and they can be forgot, but they're also, um, I, I just use it to move thoughts around and generate ideas, if that makes sense. It, it definitely does. There was there was a, a an idea that I had at one point with task paper that was task paper, but for all the files, where basically you could do a task paper query and it would effectively do the query across all the files uh, and return the results, which was, yeah. um, I'm not an iOS developer or a macOS developer. So like that was a really janky Python script that kind of worked, um, yeah. but ultimately I got distracted by something else. Oh, uh, no, I see that's... I'm not going to do it because I'm too folk, but that's very much, um, I have this little file of apps to do someday. And I, I think that would be a really cool app. I'd, I'd love to help somebody if anybody wants. Uh, but but the, um, the idea would be, right, you just drag a folder onto it and then you run queries on it. And you can even do interesting plugins where, you know, you'll extract some stuff and display it in a web view with a little plugin. I, I, I think that would be really cool. And I've done a lot of related work, but no, I'm not actually going to do that. I, I, I think I am in like bike three going to do more of a workspace thing. So you'll be able to have smaller bike files, but organized into a single project. So, and you'd be able to query across is the idea, but that's, you know, a year down the road. maybe. I, I am amazed by your ability to plan, you know, version two, version three down the road. I am... Well, <laughs> The, the plan is, I, that, that's it. The plan I just gave you. <laughs> You're like, that's, that's it. I that's... written down. <laughs> the development cycle is there. We've, yeah, we've, yeah. we've heard all of it. Well, yeah. hopefully, uh, maybe I'll, I'll convince Brett to have a listen at this, and then we won't have to do anything. Brett will just make it for us. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> before, sorry, let, before I forget, one thing I was going to say, too, is uh, sort of task paper status. So, like, right now, I'm working all my effort on bike, um, task paper and, and the, the logic, the reasoning is I, I got to this point where to add the next level of features to task paper, I felt like it was, I would have to add more syntax and it just didn't seem worthwhile to me. Um, but I still, I don't use task paper that much, but I just sort of love the app as it is. And so I'm trying to keep it going. Um, you know, I update it if bugs come in and things like that. But it's also the source code is available on Git, and I would love if to, for people to take that up. So it's still for sale, and it's not the source code has a license where you can't just grab it and resell it. But if anybody in there out there is really interested in task paper, I'd love to work with you in you know some way. But the code is there; you can modify it. That's cool. That's that's really and the fact that it, it's open source and funny enough, this is a show where I don't talk much about like open source, even though yeah. I'm actively and, involved uh, in it. Some people it's the source code. It's shared source, which is a made up license. I have no lawyer, but I made up this license and 
basically, if you really want to do something real, you can talk to me and we, we can figure something out. As is, I say, if you're a task paper user, you can modify as you see fit. Please don't re redistribute. So it's that kind of open source. I don't know. If no, I, that that works for me. That's that's yeah. that's fun. And and like you said, I, I love that. To me, the the power of task paper isn't necessarily the application; it's the spec that that determines what is like the task paper language. Um, and the only way that that can be what it is is by inviting people to come in and play with it and come up with ideas and and allowing them to tinker and. That also gives you the peace of mind. I, I'm learning this now as I am actively adding maintainers to open source projects that I maintain of like, I used to want to do everything myself. And we talked about this at the very beginning. Maybe it's a good way to wrap it up is, you know, we wanted to do this thing, you know, and we want to kind of do everything around it. But eventually we get to a point where it's like, I feel like I have done all that I can with this by myself. And when you invite other people in, it opens not just new features or new ways to do things or better support or better graphics or better design. It offers new ideas of thought that are like, oh, huh, I never thought about using it like that. That's interesting. And then like that, you know, sparks a whole different creativity level. But the only way that you get to that point is by having someone else come in and be like, yeah, this is really cool. I, I use it like this. Right. Uh, and yeah. you're just giving people light, like, you know, license asterisk to to go and do these things. Uh, to me, like I applaud it and I, I wish more ecosystems were open to this kind of thought. So we're wrapping up the conversation, uh, this interview. And, and the way that the show works is we always give ourselves something to do in the next uh, two weeks. We call them conduits. Uh, I think they're more prominently known as Fortnites. Um, but, you know, the gaming industry kind of messed that up for us. So uh, I will start with what I'm going to try to do in the next conduit. And that's going to be, I'm, I'm going to try to have two days where I don't touch my computer. Um, the reason being is after this Friday, I am off for the rest of the year. Um, I don't go back to work until the like end of the first week of January. That gives me a lot of time to spend with family. It gives me time to re recharge, refresh, relax, all the re's. Um, however, listeners know I will not do this. <laughs> I will I will pick up some project that I'm working on and I will work on it until two in the morning because now I don't have a reason to go to sleep. Um, and I will I will use this opportunity to to make things worse. So during that time, and I'm not sure what the plan is for recording conduit. I have to talk with Kathy because the next recording date is like the day after Christmas. So I'm not sure what we're going to do there. But I will I will commit to trying to not open my computer for two days in the next uh, fortnight or conduit. Um, Jesse, do you have any anything that you want to try to? Well, yeah, I mean, I, for for me, I'm sort of more compelled. The, the thing that I am, it, I, I feel like that is like trying to do something that you have control over and you're being good. Whereas mine, I'm sort of compelled 
like I said, I'm working on byte 2.0, and that means I gave it a 2.0 to give myself license to, to take the internals out and spin them around and throw them in the air. And my goal is to get a pixel back on the screen when it, to, to, to get the cycle of I, I, I want to have something on the screen, and it will take me at least in the two-week range to do that. So that's that's my goal. Get something back up. I'm in the process of doing that now with one of my projects where we're we're adding uh, an extension and in doing that, we're adding features to the extension like platform, which in order to do that, we had to add features to the existing <laughs> base. So I am very familiar. My, my plan was to just do a code diff and go, here are all the changes that need to be made. <laughs> Let's make it happen. And of course we have... Oh dear! Sorry, I have to go to go to that that window. We have our conductors who also have things that they are trying to get done in the next conduit as well. So I'm going to take a sip of water, and I'm going to take a deep breath, and I'm going to try to go through these. Okay, here we go. Our identical twin of the show, Aaron says. Um, oh nope. That's that's what says I'm looking at enjoying the holidays coming up. I will try not to fret up too much about work frustrations. I like that one. Um, our artist of the show, Carly, says I need to prepare to vend at a local holiday market that I got into. I haven't sold in person since before the pandemic, so I need to prepare. I think I messed up on the connection for the last one, but now it all makes sense. Awesome. Our soprano of the show, Debo, says, enjoy time off from work and do a little bit of clothes sorting before, or if I feel like being productive. But most importantly, just relax. Our panda of the show, James, says, make it through a Christmas party lunch in a pub. Uh, I want to see some of my old colleagues, but I'm still pretty anxious about being in pubs and restaurants, and I don't really want to come down with anything this close to the holidays. Uh, time will tell. Uh, James, you have all the permission in the world to attend what you want to attend and not attend the things that you don't want to attend or that you don't feel comfortable attending. But more than anything, you can do it. Uh, our large fry of the show, Justin, says, get Sable Diffusion up and running to create some artwork for my website. Got it. Uh, our fish bear of the show, Fishikai, says, uh, I'll do a similar connection as the last one. Make a consistent time for sleep, but this time I'll stick to it a lot better, regardless of the pressure to add events or tasks to my plate. Um, good luck. Our Oracle of the show, Sof, says, I need to start to work on a book chapter I have to submit soon. Uh, aside, Jesse, this is why we love doing this. In the time that we've been doing this show over the last few years, we have launched books or helped launch books. We have seen people get married. We have oh, cool. we have watched the accountability of entire lives change. Um, and it seems like Soph is edited again with another book. So um, won't do too much to exhaust myself, but I'll spend two hours on it three times a week. Soph, you got this. Uh, our tire advocate of the show, Chintas, says, take time each day to enjoy time with my kids amongst the busyness of the next couple weeks. I hear you. Uh, our shark of the show, one pair of shoes, says my connection for the next time is to clean out the garage enough to be able to put my car away. There is no reason not to recycle this one, especially since I need to do it to get Christmas decorations. <laughs> okay. <laughs> our train enthusiast of the show, Relzy, says using the new system, have two or more days be planned out. 
let's get sleep back under control by not being awake so late. That's a good start. Uh, go to bed before midnight, at least half the fortnight. I should be in bed by 10 to 11 p.m. Really. Um, good luck with that. Our guinea pig of the show, Carol, says, finish spinning the yarn for my wedding ring shawl and knit some samples with it. Everything has to be finished by April, which isn't actually that far away now. Uh, pictures will be coming in shortly. Carol, I understand. I am already planning for April, May, and June of next year, so I'm right there with you. Our mountain dweller of the show, Logan, says... Start making a plan for work next year, especially making sure things keep moving when I'm out for a few months. Ah, yes. And please take that time to relax as well. Our Canadian trivia card enthusiast of the show, Erica, says, get back into organization mode for my closet and dresser before organizing at least one shelf or drawer, preferably the shelf at the top of my closet, which is a big job, but would make a big difference. Erica... Just because I'm a developer, when I see organization mode, I think of something completely different because I'm a Vim user. So, uh, yes, I do hope you get back into org mode. Um, you can do it. Uh, our, and our pathologist of the show, Laura, says two things. Ooh, fancy. Uh, one, figure out a good starting place to do my to-dos and project management system before the new year. And two, get to Scotland for my vacation week. <sighs> okay. I hope that you have both of those, but I also hope that you prioritize the vacation over the other one. But that's just me. If you would like to submit a connection, you can do so in the Relay Discord in the hashtag show follow-up channel. Start your message with the conduit emoji and put your connection after. You can also submit feedback by clicking the link in the show notes or using the submit feedback button at relay.fm slash conduit. And most importantly, visit imasuperconductor.com. That's letter I, letter M, letter A, superconductor.com and become a member today to get access to the pre and post show banter, an ad-free episode in a co-working session in the off weeks with Kathy and Jay. In the off show or in the post show for this one, I've had questions being sourced from our live chat that I will be asking Jesse. So if you want to listen to those, imasuperconductor.com. Letter I, letter M, letter A, superconductor.com. And you can also get some awesome conduit swag. We have shirts, we have stickers, uh, and I am actually wearing my I'm a superconductor or I'm a conductor shirt um, today for today's episode. Uh, you can get that in the amazing conduit purple as well as all the other wonderful colors at UCON, spelled with an O, wearit.com. Um, that's uconwearit.com. Uh, and finally, thank you to micro.blog for sponsoring this week's episode. Uh, Jesse, I forgot to tell you, at the end of the show, there's always a question at the end, but um, I just have to ask, uh, whatever it is we set out to do today, did do you think we did it? I think so. I feel like I I was a little worried I would sit here and not know what to say. So you helped me very well with that. I thank you. And also, thank you so much for being a fantastic guest. And that is the best way to say that. Yeah, we con did it. Yeah, <laughs> we con did it. All right. <laughs>